Hi there, I'm Birgit O'Connor and welcome to the World of Watercolor Painting Podcast. Now our goal is to keep you motivated, inspired, and just have fun. And if you're interested in hearing more of these podcasts, please subscribe to the channel. Or if you'd like to join the conversation, go to birgitoconnor.com and take one of my interactive courses. Today I'd like to talk to you a little bit about what happens when you walk into your studio and you have no idea what to paint and how to access your creativity. Now sometimes you can be really excited about everything and have no problem knowing what you're going to paint and you're just focused. Other times you can be absolutely clueless and have no idea. Or let's say you're a beginner and you're really excited to get started, but you don't know how to choose a subject. And basically, it really all comes down to whatever it is that really excites you. Now, to become a better artist, you really just have to show up and do it in whatever medium you choose. Put the time in, practice, and your technique and skill will always get better. But sometimes it's really difficult to get started and other things can get in the way. And if you don't know what you're going to paint, it's really easy to let those distractions sidetrack you. So what I really wanted to do is talk to you about how to move past those times when you're just empty and how to get back into your creativity. Now let's say you walk into the studio and that can be anywhere where you're all set up to paint. That can be your living room, kitchen table. It doesn't have to be a separate room or anything fancy. It's wherever you have your art supplies. Now you can have everything all set up, ready to go, and you just can't make yourself get started. It could either be the cost of the materials or the fear of the paper. It can be a lot of things. So that's really the big obstacle. And how do we move past it? Sometimes you might find yourself just staring at that blank piece of paper, absolutely paralyzed because you don't want to ruin it. And that's because art materials are expensive. So how can we remove that obstacle? Let's make it something that you can work with for a while until you just kind of unclog those creative obstacles and then move into your painting. So let's try to first of all remove that idea that you always need to create a masterpiece and how can we make it affordable. Think about it as just like any kind of exercise, you need to warm up first. So there's some things you can do just to start moving that energy around. Now your creative space is really a sacred place. A true artist has the ability to be skilled in their technique, and be able to tap into a deeper level within themselves. And actually, while I'm thinking about it, perhaps part of that fear is thinking that we're not good enough, that we don't deserve to have those great materials, or that we just can't produce, like I said before, a masterpiece. And really, who cares? The only person that it's really important to is you. Personally, I really don't want to put those kind of expectations on myself, and I want to be excited about working with whatever is happening on the paper. In my mind, every time I approach a painting, I think about it as an experiment. So moving on, how do we make those materials affordable for you to experiment until you're ready to jump on board that painting? You could use student-grade paper or use Buddha board or magic paper. That's a type of paper that you can use a wet brush, create any design you want, 
let it dry, and then you can reuse. And if you don't have that, you can even use paper bags or just reuse your scrap paper. You could even use a flat table surface or a large palette, anything to just start moving that water and color around. And we're trying to make it work within whatever budget you have. And the other thing is that we're trying to break up that fear of the expense of the paper. I'm trying to get you to just start moving your hands, wrists, and dip that brush in water and color and start moving your arm. What we really want to do is try to break away from that logical, analytical mind where we can think about all those problems and money and all those fears into more of that creativity. And if you're still worried about that expectation of needing to create a masterpiece, don't worry, all of that will resolve itself with time and practice. And let's say that you do put in all that time and you're still not happy with the results. Well, the majority of artists never are, and we're going to be our own worst critic. You'll just have to work your way through it. So now that you've removed all those ideas and you're ready to tap into your creativity, how are we going to do that? We know the studio is our creative space and we need to create the mindset. So as you walk in, you could sit quietly in front of your table or in a chair and do a meditation or some deep breathing and visualize all that creative energy moving through you. Or perhaps you're a person that's just going to take action. So let's think of a couple ways that we can start moving that creative energy again. One way to do it is to turn up some music that really resonates with you on an emotional level. And that's going to be different for everyone. Turn it up loud enough so you can actually feel as if you're part of the music, part of the sound. Now, if that doesn't work for your situation, you can always put on headphones or earbuds. So now you're not really thinking as much as what's on the table, but rather you're more involved with the music. Then using a large brush, take some water, bring it into your palette, mix some color into it, and use whatever color you're intuitively drawn to. Make a nice big puddle. Then in big sweeping strokes, create a design on whatever surface that you're using. And why I'm suggesting bigger brushes is because if they're small, you'll have a tendency to get caught in detail and be finicky. Now, this doesn't need to be anything in particular or a recognizable design. What you're working with is the flow of creative energy. It can simply be brush strokes or moving the water and color around on the surface, geometric designs, or even a smiley face. Whatever inspires you. Remember, what we're doing right now is not about investing into a composition. Now, if it's really important for you to have some specific image to focus on, that's okay, as long as you don't get too detail-oriented. And remember, this is not about creating a final painting. It's just a warm-up. And you can do this for about five minutes or less, if that's all it takes, or you can spend an hour on it. And if you want to take longer, like a week or a month, that's up to you. You're the artist. And sometimes we have a lot of things happening in our daily life, and sometimes that's all you can really manage. But it's a great way to get started. 
Now, another thing that's really telling about this process is if you notice the colors that you're drawn to or the size and type of brush strokes that you're creating, it can help give you more insight into what's happening in your life and your creative process. For instance, let's say that you have a lot of emotional things happening in your life. You probably are less likely to choose really pretty colors. And in fact, you may actually be repelled by some or the combination of them. And you might not even be aware that color can trigger emotions. And some of you may know that there's a whole science and psychology around color. Marketing is done with it. Think about some fast food restaurants. Usually it's done with yellow and red, so it stimulates your appetite and helps move you along. Or anything that's related to sleep is usually blue. Now that's a marketing generalization. But when you're painting, you'll be choosing different colors and the viewer is going to have a different reaction and they're going to bring whatever their experiences are into your painting and it's going to resonate or they'll react to it. In any case, it helps to create that connection for you to see on the paper what's going on inside of you. Continue playing your music and paint as long as you like. And if you still don't have any idea of any kind of composition that you want to create, that's okay. Step away from it for a while. Go for a walk. Go for a drive. Get a different perspective and then come back. So once you really start just working with a watercolor and paper, what you're really doing is opening that creative space and starting to move things around. Now, many times this can be all it takes to start getting you to move forward again and back into your painting process. And let's say you have a block and it's there for a while. Just work your way through it. Eventually, it's going to dissolve. And when those blocks happen, it might mean that you need to adjust your subject matter for a while, and that's okay. Because all of those events and things that are happening, it'll make everything richer when you're really creating. Now, another thing that can be really helpful is to change your creative environment. And that can be by smell. Depending on who you are, you might like to burn sage or incense, or maybe you want to put lavender everywhere or open all the windows and get fresh air. For instance, the smell of cookies might resonate with a good memory, something that you have an emotional connection to or brings it perhaps more into a creative ceremonial state. It depends who you are and what you like. Now, one thing I've been recognizing lately about my own paintings is when I'm doing portraits, if I'm choosing somebody that's actually playing an instrument, I'll turn on that type of music. It may not even be music I like. So basically what's happening is that the sound that I'm listening to is connecting me to my subject. So I hope you found this helpful to get you back into your creativity, remove any blocks you may have, or just warm up and start painting. Now, thank you so much for joining me today. That concludes our episode of Tapping Into Your Creativity. And if you'd like to hear more of the podcasts, please subscribe to the channel and I'll keep you posted. Or if you'd like to take an interactive or non-interactive course, just go to BeerGetOConnor.com and join the conversation. So until next time, have fun and happy painting.